Welcome to the teacher and the preacher. This program is all about the importance of coming to understand that the Christian community and the Jewish community have more in common than we have been led to believe. Rather than seeing each other as against each other, we need to come to a point of seeing that the statement that our country is a Judeo-Christian nation is much more than just a mere statement, but truly reflects the reality of our nation as it was and should remain. Every week there will be an interesting dialogue about the issues that have divided Jews and Christians and how we can move in bridging the gaps and see that by talking about the issues, we can better move in the direction of having more unity. Unity that will heal and help bring together a nation that is under attack by the forces of atheism, secularism, and a breakdown of family values. Join us now for a discussion between the teacher and the preacher. Welcome to The Teacher and the Preacher, and thank you for joining us for this program. I'm the preacher, Dave Magera, And I'm the teacher, Harold Berman. And most of our listeners are in America. We have listeners worldwide, but most are in America. And we see in America some of the anti-Israel activity that's happening, uh, both in Congress, uh, among some Congress people, and uh, in certain parts of the population. But what sometimes we don't realize is even though that's bad, there are places in the world where it's worse. Uh, so joining us uh, this week on the show is Jackie Goodall. Jackie Goodall is the founder of the Ireland-Israel Alliance. Based in Dublin, the Ireland-Israel Alliance is a grassroots nonprofit organization whose mission is to bring clarity to public perception of issues surrounding the Israeli-Palestinian conflict and to ensure such issues receive fair and impartial treatment within the Irish media. The Ireland-Israel Alliance engages with the government of Ireland, its political parties, public interest groups, schools, and the wider public to engage them in the ongoing conversation about Israel. Jackie, welcome to The Teacher and the Preacher. Thank you very much. Thank you for the invite. It's wonderful to be here. Great. Welcome aboard. Thank you. My sense, just from the reading I've done, is that Ireland is uh, one of or possibly the most hostile country to Israel in Europe. But maybe you could give our listeners a lay of the land, what the mood is like there, uh, how that plays out in terms of Israel. Okay, well, we unfortunately, we do have um, a bit of a reputation throughout the throughout the world. Um certainly within within Europe and uh, within Israel as being possibly one of the most hostile countries, um, Western countries uh, towards Israel. Um, and that, that is a great shame. It's probably not helped by the fact that we or one of our uh, senators in, 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 in the Senate in 2018 introduced some legislation uh, which was going to criminalise uh, the trading of um, Irish businesses and Irish citizens criminalize those people who trade with businesses in Judea and Samaria and parts of, of Jerusalem. Thankfully, uh, that legislation did not pass into law um, because it's fundamentally illegal, although um, it has tarnished our reputation here somewhat. So we fought against that bill. It died with the last government but unfortunately was resurrected again um, this year. So it's kind of sitting there in the background, waiting to be enacted. Um, but we're, we're, we do everything we can to, to try and stop it. Mm. So Jackie, help our listeners to understand, and, and myself as well, what would cause Ireland to be such pro-Palestinian 
And and just to clarify for our listeners, to to be pro-Israel doesn't automatically mean that you are anti-Palestinian. But this is this particular piece that we're talking about today with Ireland being the most pro-Palestinian nation, something transpired to create that. What what is the background on that? Okay, well, I absolutely agree with what you say. I always say to people that we are um, that we are not anti-Palestinian, and in many cases, um, those who who go out carrying Palestinian flags in the streets are are not pro pro Palestinian either. They're simply just anti Israel. In fact, they're anti Israel and anti Palestinian because they really are not caring too much about um, you know the the lives of the ordinary Palestinians who are simply trying to trying to get on on with their lives. But sort of kind of getting back to back to the history of maybe what started all of this. Um, in in Ireland, you need to kind of understand a little bit about the history of Ireland. Ireland uh, land is very central to the psyche of the Irish people. Uh, Ireland has had a, a complicated relationship with our with our nearest neighbour, um, uh, Britain, for many going back many hundreds of years. With land being a, a central um, pillar of that, and. Uh, I mean, basically, there is a common misconception in Ireland that the colonization of Ireland by Britain uh, can be equated to the issue of Palestine. But I, I don't agree with that at all, because the British were never indigenous to the land of Ireland, and they were a, a powerful and wealthy nation with, with plenty of their own land already, whereas the, the Jewish people have had a continuous presence in Israel for, for over three and a half thousand thousand years but during the 1920s and the 1930s Irish sympathies would have laid very squarely on the side of the Zionists um, as the the Irish people drew parallels between historic Irish and Jewish suffering remembering of course the painful experience of of large-scale migration in the 19th century when uh, when millions of, of of Irish left due to the uh, due to the famine, those perceptions changed when the Irish perceived the newly formed state of Israel to look more like what they what they thought was a, an illegitimately established colony established by British armed forces imposing itself on an indigenous population. So that was that was kind of the perception. Um, at the time, the fact that Ireland was dominated by the Catholic Church um, didn't really help at the time, because in October 1948, the, the, the Pope, he issued an encyclical that supported an international character to Jerusalem. So it was taking the kind of the, the, the Jewishness away from Jerusalem and giving it an international character. And from that time on, sadly, the Irish government um, endorsed the Vatican's call um, for international supervision of Jerusalem and its holy sites. And by the late 1960s, of course, we had the sectarian conflict known as the Troubles. And when when that all flared up in, in 1969, it was seen by many Irish people as, as a painful reminder of Ireland's struggle with British imperialism. And that, sadly, is when Ireland turned its full attention to the plight of the Palestinian Arabs uh, in, in, in Middle East policy. 
And it's kind of continued, really, um, to to this day. In February 1980, uh, we were the first EU member state to call for the establishment of a Palestinian state. And to this day, our foreign minister supports recognition of a Palestinian state at some future juncture. We were also the last to welcome an Israeli ambassador to Dublin in, in December 1993. But but having said that, Ireland does have an embassy. Uh, Israel does have an embassy in Ireland and it has a it has a, an organisation called the Ireland-Israel Alliance. There's lots of people here who do support Israel. But it's it's a bit of a it's a tougher nut to crack probably than um, some other European other European countries for sure. So your your organization, the the Ireland Israel Alliance, I mean, they're doing amazing work uh, on this front. So I'd like to ask you maybe a question in two parts. Uh, first, just how did you come to Israel advocacy and 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 seeing Israel as as an important thing to advocate for? And then the second would be then specifically, you know, how did the Israel uh, Ireland Israel Alliance uh, come to be? Okay, well. I first visited Israel in 2003. It was during the Second Intifada. Um, I was actually just invited there by a friend of mine. I knew absolutely nothing about Israel. I had no preconceived ideas about it whatsoever. I we 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 travelled Israel um, from 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 the Golan Heights right down to the to the Negev. Um, we went into Bethlehem, um, across to Tel Aviv. We, we traveled all over. And I kind of, I immediately fell in love with the place and I, I fell in love with the people. And for some reason, I don't know why, but I just kind of got it. I got what was going on there. I, I remember getting a particularly strong feeling that um, although the Jews were coming back to their ancient homeland, having been dispersed for, for 2,000 years, there were a lot of enemy forces who were, who were trying to stop that. And it was a physical thing, but it was also, it was also a spiritual um, battle. And I just kind of got that very quickly. I don't know why. Um, I came back and uh, I didn't really do much about it. I certainly wasn't politically involved by any stretch of the imagination. That didn't really start until about 2014. So we're talking about 11 years later uh, when Operation Protective Edge broke out. I had moved back to Ireland at that time because I was living in England for many years. And I started writing into the newspapers and stuff, um, trying to trying to counter um, the, the wholly biased narrative I was working in PR at the time um, for a literary festival and they, the directors of the literary festival knew that I was uh, interested in Israel. So they asked me if I could invite a, an Israeli writer to the festival, which I was delighted to do. To try and cut a long story short, um, the Israeli writer came, but we, the, the BDS movement came down very, very heavily on the festival. They were actually shocked. They didn't actually even know there was such a thing as the BDS movement. Um, mm. So th- there was a lot of controversy about that. I actually left the festival. We're still very good friends, but I decided it was probably time to uh, to just have a break from it. Um, and about a year later, I had a kind of a fallow year, as it were. A year later, I was asked if I would set up an organization. There was another organization called uh, uh, Irish for Israel, um, but they um, they they ceased to be, 
and I was asked by the um, the founder of that organisation if I would set up a completely new organisation, and uh, and I did, um, and that was that was in April, April April twenty eighteen. So I set it up from scratch, um, built a website. Uh, it's actually a company. Um, I had to. Um, open it up as a as a company or or change it into a company be, in order to open a bank account so that we could get some some donations um to to help our running costs but the person who had uh, asked me to run the organization he kind of gave me a lot of his contacts from from the previous um Irish for Israel so I was kind of able to hit the ground running in a way uh, which was which was really good so that's kind of it in a nutshell really how we came to be that's great. So tell us about maybe some of the, obviously uh, the Ireland-Israel alliance does, does many things, but tell us maybe some of the, the, the main uh, activities and you know, how, how you counter some of, some of the bias out there. Okay, well, we, uh, the first two years obviously were very busy, 2018 and 2019. We were doing a lot, of, uh, a lot of rallies. There was a lot of activity going on as well. Of course, we had the Francis Black Bill. This is the the, the so-called Occupied Territories Bill. That took up a lot of our time. So we we were in contact with the Irish government and the politicians um, regarding that bill. Uh, we were invited by them to uh, submit a, a written submission on why we thought the, the bill should not be passed into law, which we did. We did a number of, of rallies um, outside the, the houses of, of, of Parliament here. We we went we were invited to go on TV and, and give radio interviews and uh, we were very fortunate in in September 2019 actually we were very fortunate to be able to bring our first delegation out to Israel and that consisted of, of 10 people. It uh, included a, a former Minister for Defence and Minister for Justice uh, here in Ireland. Um, it included some members of uh, Young Fine Gael, that's a political party here, and some journalists, some Christians and, and some other people. And we, we toured um, Israel. We went to into Judea and Samaria and we visited places like the Barkan Industrial Estate where Israelis and Palestinians are working together in, in peaceful coexistence. We went to Ariel University uh, where Israelis and, and, and Palestinians are studying together and there's, uh, there's lots and lots of different projects going on. Uh, where 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 people are trying to create real peace and real coexistence. Um, so we were delighted to be able to bring our delegation out there and and show them these things and to be able to report back back on it. So this year we I mean our our, our last rally was actually three weeks ago and that was in response to um, to a motion. That was passed in our in our parliament um, to label the settlements as, as as de facto annexation, and there was also a call to expel the Israeli ambassador from from Ireland. So we had a mm. we had a lot of trouble going on here um, about three weeks ago, um, and we did a large rally outside the Israeli embassy, and uh, that that got some good good publicity um so yeah we just we just keep on doing doing what we can what we can do um and uh obviously cognizant that just because we were doing 
certain things that worked maybe last year or the year before it doesn't mean that they're going to work in the future so so we're looking at our we're lo- we're relooking at our strategy as well um given that things have changed uh, the environment has changed in Ireland here with the with the you know with the new government having come into come into power last year and also um there are changing dynamics in Israel as well so we're constantly looking um at what we're doing and at at ways in which we can we can better get the message across um about about Israel and to to try and stem some of the the, the lies and the and the misinformation yeah thank you thank you for your your efforts we're we're talking this uh this weekend or this week, if it's airing during the week uh, where you, you listen to the teacher and the preacher, we're talking with uh, the head of the Ireland-Israel Alliance, uh, Jackie Goodall. And uh, what, what a wonderful guest and, and what an uphill climb you've got. This is a piece uh, that I think our listeners uh, could really learn a lot about because when you think about Ireland, you, you don't really think in terms of it being so... Um, anti-Israel, if you will. Um, but you, you've got to find some level of encouragement and hope and um, something that keeps your passion stoked to keep doing what you're doing because, I mean, you're, you're swimming against the current in, in the environment that you find yourself in, and yet you, you guys continue to plan events and do um, gatherings and rallies and try to create awareness and confront issues that are happening politically and legislatively there in in Ireland and my my background as Magara <laughs> is uh, a, a, a bit scotch irish so i've i've got a, a dog in the fight here a little bit but <laughs> okay. i, I uh, Harold and i would love to do whatever we can to throw some gas on the fire to keep um, the passion going to help encourage you to to keep moving forward because I'm sure that you take to heart the promise that God made to Abraham that I'm going to bless those who bless you. And you know, you fall into that category, Jackie. This this work and this endeavor and this movement that you're you're working hard and dedicating yourself to to really create awareness. And you know, we we don't take on these kinds of things without leaning heavily on on God's mm-hmm. help to open doors and give us breakthroughs and give us those relationships that we can build with people who are are like-minded or or at least open to consider something other than maybe what their current perspective is. So what 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 are you finding hope in and and what traction do you think uh you're seeing happening right now that helps you feel like you know what this is really catching on? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean you're you're absolutely right. It is like a an uphill battle and uh you know, I certainly have days where I think, you know, is Ireland really lost, you know? Uh and I was mm-hmm. just kind of thinking about that today, but of 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 course, um it's 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 not. Um thank you for your encouragement. It's very very important. Um and we we work very closely here with the with the Jewish community. Um, the Jewish community is very it's a small community. There's only about sort of two thousand, and that would probably include about five hundred Israelis who who work here in the in the high tech sector. So we work very closely with the with the Jewish community. We also very work very closely with the International um, Christian Embassy Jerusalem here, the Irish branch. Um, oh yeah, yeah. 
So they have a very, very strong um, branch here. So we work closely with them and we also um, liaise with the embassy. We have invited the ambassador to a number of our events and uh, he he will speak um, at, at rallies, things like that, if it's if, if, if it's appropriate. So. Uh, we have good backup, you know. We're 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 a small a small community, as it were, of of Israel supporters. But we have very we have very good backup from the Jewish community, from the Christian community here, and also um, from from the from the secular world. So, I mean, the Ireland Israel Alliance is not just made up of of Christians and and Jews. It's very much um, it's. I suppose we're a secular organization to the extent that we have everybody um, from from uh, from across the political spectrum of all faiths and none. But I suppose the overarching um, hope and and reason uh, that I, I continue doing this is because I do believe that, uh, you know, it's a mandate from from God and that uh, it was it was put into my spirit um, in uh, the name, for example, Ireland-Israel Alliance. Uh, it, it's not something I kind of sat down and, and thought, well, what am I going to call this new organization? You know, it kind of, <laughs> it wasn't like that. I was standing in my kitchen literally one, one evening and this name just popped into my head out of nowhere, Ireland-Israel Alliance. Mm. And I thought, you know, I, I just really have no idea what I'm going to do with a name like that, you know. Um, and I, I did nothing with it, and I kind of sat out, sat on it. I told nobody about it, and then three months later, um, when I was asked if I would start up an organisation, the person um, who was speaking with me said, "Look, um, the first thing you're going to have to do once you've decided whether or not you're going to do it is to think about the name for this organisation." I said, "I already know it," you know. Hmm. So um, it's called the Ireland-Israel Alliance, you know, and I've known it for three months. So, so that gives me confidence to know that um, that I'm not doing it out of out of my own strength because I, I just simply couldn't do it out of my own strength, you know. Um, but that doesn't mean it it doesn't get difficult, and that there are days uh, when everything seems to be going the wrong way. Um, that you think, you know, what is this all about? What am I doing? You know, but um, but yeah, the encouragement it, it, encouragement is is very important um, because in with natural eyes you you look around and it it can all seem so hopeless. Um, definitely, uh, the support from from uh, from the different communities and the wide range of individuals here in Ireland some some don't want to speak up you know they they like to work quietly in the background um, but we're trying to encourage more and more people to come out publicly to attend our rallies for example to write into newspapers to write letters to write articles to to help us with videos to 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 do whatever they can you know um, not every, every everybody has their own particular gifting um, yeah. And not everybody can speak out publicly. Not everybody can write a letter or an article, but everybody in their own way can help. Um, so, you know, while I'm asking for encouragement, not asking for, but while I'm receiving encouragement and thank you, I also want to encourage people at the same time to to keep going, to keep doing what they're doing and to look for for ways 
in which they can um, they can help the organization in, in, in speaking out and combating uh, the lies. I love that. So before we run out of time, can you uh, tell our listeners if, if they wanted to scratch out a note to you uh, on email, do you have an email address you'd like to give? I certainly do. It's Jackie, that's J-A-C-K-I-E, at irelandisrael.ie. Uh, we also have a website. Um, it's irelandisrael.ie. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram, and we're on 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 YouTube. So so yes, please by all means, I'd love to hear from you, um, and uh, I'd I'd love you to sign up for our newsletter, uh, which you can do by by going onto the website irelandisrael.ie, and uh, you can you can receive our. Our mailings, we, we send out regular mailings and uh, you can uh, keep up to date with uh, with what's going on here. Thank you. That sounds great. Check out their website, uh, irelandisrael.ie. Sid? That's exactly what I was yeah. going to say. It's a Go great, ahead, Harold. no, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Great minds think alike. Uh, it's a great website, I think, uh, for anyone who's interested in Israel, uh, not only Ireland and Israel, but Israel in general. Um, there's a regularly updated blog, lots of info, videos. And if you want to support the efforts of combating Israel, uh, anti-Israel bias in Ireland, you can also donate there. But it is a wonderful resource, a wonderful website, irelandisrael.ie. I love that. Well, you know what? Uh, another great website is... Uh, teacherandthepreacher.com. Absolutely. Teacherandthepreacher.com. <laughs> Those of you who may not be familiar with uh, with the radio program Harold and I have, uh, that's a great place to learn about The Teacher and the Preacher. You can also check us out on our Facebook page, The Teacher and the Preacher. Harold does a great job keeping people informed about uh, facts about Israel, interesting pieces that you're not going to get on the news, and you'll also have a chance to read feedback comments from some of the people who who uh, follow us and respond. And then you can always reach out and contact Harold and I. The old-fashioned way, just send us an email, theteacherandthepreacher at gmail, theteacherandthepreacher at gmail.com. And, you know, you may love a, a topic for us to talk about or have a suggestion uh, that you'd like to pass on to us or give us some feedback on a recent program you've caught. But we would, we would always um, invite you to contact us. And we appreciate those of you who stand by us financially. We, we want to thank our donors. And it's, um, it's because of people's generosity that keeps us on, on, on the radio stations across the, the nation here. And Jackie, it's been great to have you as our guest this weekend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me and for allowing me the opportunity to, to tell your listeners a little bit about what we do. You are welcome. And Harold, it's been great to have you as well. <laughs> Until next week, may the God of Israel who never slumbers or sleeps, may he watch over Israel and our Jewish friends, and may God bless America and God bless Ireland. Amen. Amen. The Teacher and the Preacher will be back next Sunday for another discussion on how Christians and Jews can come to once again proclaim that the United States is truly a Judeo-Christian nation. To contact the Teacher and the Preacher, email them at theteacherandthepreacher at gmail.com. That's theteacherandthepreacher at gmail.com. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and give you shalom. Shalom.